Hi, my name's Clayton, and you're listening to the Isaiah 43 Podcast, where we explore how God has formed us, redeemed us, and how He calls us today. Each week we will journey through Scripture to understand all that God has done, and what exactly His call is for our lives today. Welcome to week 20. This week is an apologetics week, where we defend the Bible and the matters of our faith, typically against a popular claim or trendy social media discussion. Now, I'm sure that you are well aware that this month is Pride Month for the LGBTQ community. We could say so much and so many things about that, and honestly, I wouldn't even know where to start. However, I felt moved that during this the Apologetics Weeks this month, we should focus on claims made by LGBTQ activists. This is not anything new. Previously, we have explored the erroneous claim that Jesus was talking about transgender people when discussing eunuchs, and we saw just how false that is back in week 16. Before that, in week 14, we showed how those who argued that homosexuality wasn't in the Bible until 1946 simply do not understand the text and history. Speaking of not understanding the text, today we will examine a claim that is so shocking that if I told you this, you wouldn't believe me. So I'm going to have them speak for themselves. This person is not just a fringe quote-unquote pastor either. The clip we are about to listen to is about two years old and has been liked and shared thousands of times across multiple platforms. Some of you have probably heard this clip by now, but in case you haven't, here it is. Did you know that Jesus helped his friend come out? In John chapter 11, verse 43, this is what it says. Jesus called out in a loud voice saying, Lazarus, come out. You see, Lazarus was locked up in a cold, dark tomb, wrapped in burial cloths, left for dead. That's exactly what so many Christians and so many churches do to LGBT people. They wrap us up and bind us up and tell us that we need to keep our identity, our true self, locked away. But Jesus, upon seeing Lazarus in this state, he says, Lazarus, come out. Step into the light. Take off the cloth. Be who you are. Come alive. I believe that this is what Jesus is speaking to every LGBT person. Come out of the tomb of shame. Take off the chains that have bound you up. Step into the glory of who God made you to be, fearfully and wonderfully made, just as you are. You are beloved of God. Yep, that's a serious claim by someone calling himself reverend. His name is Brandon Robertson, and this was not a crazy, silly slip-up either. This is not a matter of, oops, I didn't know any better. No one had taught me the truth. I repent of this. No, this was something that Brandon Robertson doubled down on, and he even went on to make a one-year recognition video further explaining his thoughts. And some people will fall for this. They will genuinely believe this lie and deception that he's teaching. They will believe that the church for 2,000 years has gotten it wrong, and this guy who created a viral TikTok video in 2021 actually got it right. We have to set this straight. It is our duty. And so that is what we'll do here today. So as always, let's see what the Bible has to say first, and then we'll dive into what other apologists have had to say on this topic. But I genuinely believe that we need to start out with a moment's word of prayer. So let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for this day and all that you've made. We just praise you and Seek to glorify your name in all things. Lord, I just pray that today's podcast will be pleasing not only to you, but will give the wisdom and insight that people need to know to combat against this this false teaching, Father. Please open the eyes of those who are just so close to knowing you and your kingdom, but are not quite there yet. 
just let us in all things bring honor and glory and praise to you. Thank you for forgiving us of our sins. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As Mr. Robertson has already directed us to, we will be reading our Bibles in the Gospel of John. We will read more than what was elaborated on the short clip that we listened to. We will read John chapter 11, verses 17 through 44. The translation I will be using this week is the English Standard Version, or ESV. So again, John chapter 11, verses 17 through 44. Now, when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, and she went and met him, but Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live, and everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in private, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house consoling her saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would have not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. Okay, we see from the Holy Scriptures that there is nothing to indicate Jesus was telling Lazarus to quote-unquote come out of the closet. But even Brandon Robertson recognizes this. In the one-year recognition video that I mentioned earlier, he said, quote, Of course I don't believe the story is literally about Lazarus being gay and coming out of the closet. But for thousands of years, Christians have used biblical stories as metaphors for other things in our life and in our world. End quote. He goes on to say that he truly believes that Christ is calling queer people struggling with their identity to come out. Well, no, he isn't. Yes, Christians and church leaders have used metaphors for thousands of years to illustrate how something can apply to your life. However, what they never aim to do is overtly twist the scriptures to mean something that they do not mean nor were they ever intended to mean. When you read the Bible, you must read what God intended. God would never contradict himself. 
If you read a verse in the Bible and think that it could mean something, you have to think about the context, what God, the author, had to say, and if it had been discussed anywhere else in the Bible. If any of these contradict, then you are likely doing something wrong. Now, there are some things that can be confusing to us, stuff that we simply won't understand this side of heaven, like how we can have free will and God's sovereignty at the same time. However, when the Bible has condemned something elsewhere throughout Scripture, again, as we have seen before, it's wrong no matter what you try to conjure up to fit your personal thoughts on it. We know from elsewhere in Scripture that homosexuality is wrong. It is a sin. We know that sin is not glorifying to God in any way, and it is an abomination to Him. God is a holy and pure God. Sin and evil are the antithesis of God. So furthermore, there's simply no way that the raising of Lazarus could be a metaphor for being gay or coming out. Jesus even tells us in verse 40 of the readings that we just did that raising of Lazarus would be done for the glory of God. If sin is the opposite of God, then there is simply no conceivable way this metaphor that Robertson used in any way is biblical. Now, let us examine what apologists have had to say on this topic. I wanted to look at some commentators, perhaps some early church fathers, who have discussed these verses and how they can truly apply to our lives. However, I think it's best to continue facing the claim that Brandon Robertson made head on. To that, we need to look at what commentators of the modern era have had to say in reaction to this claim. If you want to see what early church fathers or truly biblical theologians have had to say on this, then there are plenty of resources out there for you to find one. So let's look at our first apologist for the day. That would be someone who we've seen before on this podcast. That would be a YouTube channel called Red Pin Logic. This YouTuber has many videos refuting progressive Christian claims and teaching what the Bible says about these false progressive teachers. In response to the clip that we previously listened to, Red Pin Logic has a video titled, quote, Progressive Christian Shows How to Not Read the Bible, end quote. Much of his response video is focused on how to properly read the Bible, but he says this, quote, Clearly Robertson is starting with his own modern meaning and attempted, attempting to force-fit it into this ancient text. How do we know? Well, to come out is a modern English idiom. Idioms are time, culture, and language-specific. Obviously, Jesus, as a first-century Jew, wasn't using a modern English idiom. But none of that matters because he isn't doing an exegesis. He's doing eisegesis, reading his own meaning into the text. Now you may be thinking, why does Robertson bother citing Jesus? It is because Jesus has authority. Unfortunately, rather than trying to understand Jesus, Robertson misrepresents Jesus by saying something he clearly didn't mean. End quote. Now, next, we have a conservative commentator, Allie Beth Stuckey. She has a podcast called Relatable with Allie Beth Stuckey, where according to her, her website, she analyzes culture, news, and politics from a biblical perspective. She has also written a couple of books. And her short response to Robertson's claim titled, Did Jesus Help His Gay Friend Come Out? She said, quote, This is not a metaphor for coming out, as an identity with behavior that God actually explicitly calls sin. God making us male and female making marriage, male and female is actually a profound eternal reality. That is certainly not contradicted by Jesus telling Lazarus to come out from the tomb and raising him from the dead. Now, I think we've shown that Brandon Robertson is not teaching biblical truth when he makes this horrendous claim. This is not the only bad, terrible claim that he's ever made either. There's a debate between Brandon Robertson versus Jeff Durbin and Dr. James White. It's well worth a listen should you get the chance. It shows you very clearly that the side you will want to be on. 
the side that supports biblical truth and a dedication to the Bible, or the one that seemingly makes every sin okay and makes a mockery of God. We are currently confronted with all sorts of messaging, propaganda, and activism telling us that this sin is okay when we know in reality it is not. We are called names, mocked, and so much more. The truth is this. We are not here condemning this sin any more than we are condemning any other sin. We, true born-again Christians of the 21st century, need to stand up for the biblical truth and not be afraid of the insults that are thrown at us as we try to show people the, lo- the light in love and truth. Remember, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never overcome it. And until next time, my friends, may the Lord bless you and keep you. God bless.